Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's going on, guys? Dr. Tom here, and you're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 102, Are You Hungry About Life? Thank you so much for tuning in, and if you're new to The Positivity Effect, welcome, and thank you for being here. To receive a summary each week of what's going on with the podcast and some behind-the-scenes stuff, just text the word POSITIVITY to the number 44222. And be on the lookout for a text message that's going to get back, come back from me asking for your email. And then you just send your email over and then you're going to get an email from me asking you to confirm. And once you do that, you're basically allowing me to send you some fun stuff to your inbox. So I look forward to connecting with you. Today, Diego Miranda is back with us and he's a certified life coach as well as a former pro tennis player. And In terms of life coaching, he has an in-depth working knowledge of coaching in personal and business settings to achieve overall improvements with his clients in health, fitness, vitality, and quality of life. And I'm going to quote him from our show on Wednesday. He said, how bad do you want it? Are you willing to settle for less? Just very, a simple statement and very powerful and it's going to set up the conversation for today. And I, I, you know what? I, I don't even want to, I want to keep it all under wraps and just let Diego take it away for you guys. So help me welcome him now to the positivity effect. Hey, Diego, what's up? Day two, man. What's up, my brother? Great to be here. How's everything in New York? Good, good. It's, uh, it's a little hot, but I guess I can't complain because it's, uh, I, I, I have a couple of seasons of cold winter up yeah. here. So I have to enjoy it when it while it lasts, right? Of course, man. Yeah. So what's what? What is it like living in Hawaii? I'm totally jealous. Man, you don't have to be jealous. <laughs> New York City is just as awesome. I was there last year. Man, the place is amazing. But um, Hawaii, of course, is my favorite place in the world. I always dream of moving to Hawaii and living on the beach and surfing the amazing waves there. There over on you know on the North Shore. And uh, it's it's totally a different lifestyle, you know, from from New York City or even from where I was in Brazil. It's uh, less traffic, <laughs> Con- concrete concrete jungle with dreams are made of, brother. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but um, it, it, it was it was amazing, you know, having that whole different experience before moving to Hawaii and. And being in Hawaii, it kind of makes you appreciate a lot more that I've seen. You know, a lot of my friends who are native and locals from the from the island, they really don't know how how blessed they are to have all this nature and, and all this amazing place to enjoy and, and this beautiful weather all year long. <laughs> you know, 365 days a year, there's sun. <laughs> so uh, it's, yeah. it's it makes me appreciate really, you know, as much as I can. Right. Now that's powerful. Yeah. So Diego, 
it was just really it was great hearing on Tuesday. Yeah. The the way in which your life, how it unraveled and where you are today and how every time somebody doubted you, like you always were able to push forward and you always, there was something innately in you. And yeah, when it comes to just believing in who you are and what you want to achieve and, and here, here you are today as a peak performance coach, it's like, it's, it's almost as it was meant to be that you were to be in this place to help people in this way. And so, so why don't you just take a moment to tell people what, what does it mean? What is a peak performance coach? Peak performance coach is someone who is going to help you have the best performance in your life. You get to a point and you just think very simple. What is a peak performance coach for a sport? It's just a coach who is going to help that athlete perform as best, you know, the best as they can. As the same is the same thing with you know the holistic point of coaching and life coaching, if you will. A coach will help you pretty much not settle for less than what you want. Perform at your peak, at your best, live and breathe in a peak state and get everything you want. You know, the only thing that is really stopping each and every one of us is our mind. And so, how important is that? Like when somebody's in that delicate state where maybe they finally realize they want to make a change, but yeah. there's so much raw mental programming that's that's pulling them in the opposite direction well first thing is to remove the old system and put in the new system <laughs> and people and that's have, where that's where you come in right that's because when i come of, in yeah that's when i come in because human beings we live by our values our rules our beliefs that we have about us and about the world and when we boil down and dig deep as, as much as we can, we get to the source of everything that it's, you know, maybe from our past, from our parents or whatever it is. But even deeper than that, people have the power to change it in a moment. It doesn't have to take two, three, you know, go to therapy for five years and whatever. You know, obviously there are cases that, you know, therapy is needed. But for a coach to come in and help someone, it's not really different. It's not like a therapy that it takes years and years. It's really just getting to the raw part of what the person is all about and see if that is helping the person or not. And if it is... It's part of the process. um, Is it helping them understand that what they're uncovering was there all the time. It was there all along. Yes, yes. What is you know uncover what was there and and get clear about the things that they have to develop in order to achieve what they wanted to achieve. So in other words, is if you're hungry about life or about anything that you want in life, coaching is for you. If you're just someone who is 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 willing to settle for anything then maybe not coaching is not the right answer for you so if they're looking to improve uh it could be a myriad of things they want to improve health maybe it's fitness vitality yeah when when someone comes to you yeah where does that what is that inception point where does it start now i'm i'm sure when they're you know that first thing like you just mentioned is that they have to be hungry 
Yeah. So you need to be hungry for change. Yeah. Maybe you don't know what it looks like yet. Maybe it's in a whole crazy amount of different areas and it's going to be, you got to simplify everything. So if somebody comes to you, they're hungry, but maybe they're still scattered. They're not sure. Maybe I want to improve my body. You know, there's not like clear cut. Okay. This is, what is that first step when you sit down with them and you have a conversation with them? It's to uncover their fear. It's to uncover what's really inside instead of the surface. So a lot of times, like I deal with this every day because of my background in tennis. So a lot of people come to me with, you know, their problems with health, right? They want to lose weight. They want to gain weight. They want to have a better, um, just a physical conditioning, just more energy, whatever it is. Or even athletes that, you know, from the company that I'm working with, they want to, to play better. They want to run faster. They want to perform better and that's the first thing that they come up with but that's not the problem the problem is what's inside of that the problem is not on the surface the surface is the excuses they're telling themselves of something deeper and oftentimes is a belief they have about themselves oftentimes is they use food as a pleasure for something that is going on with their life Oftentimes, they, they see themselves as someone who has to be perfect. And quite frankly, there is no, nobody perfect in this world. So when they collapse, they go to food or they go exercise until they can't anymore. And then they, their health goes, goes down the drain. You know, as, as a doctor, you know that if you exercise way too much, you will, you know, collapse and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it's individuals think that it's just yeah. about going, going, going until you, you collapse with exercise, but then they have adrenal blowout. And, yeah. and then, yeah, it's, it's, it, that's, that's an interesting point. Yeah. So, so the problem, it, it's, it's not really on the surface. It's deeper down. And that's my job. I have to just dig, 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 dig as much as I can to find what the source of everything is. And it's, it's it's usually never on the surface, Tom. It's never. It's always. Yeah. It starts out as the surface because that's what they're able to, I guess, cope, yeah. cope with and discuss. And then when you dig, it's like, whoa! Like, yeah, they, maybe there was a uh, an infidelity in the marriage. Yep. Maybe th- something yeah, happened maybe with their parents. Something happened. It's, even the, it's you know when they were I don't know five, six, seven years old, and they just developed that belief about themselves for so long, and and now it's it's time to. To see that. And then as soon as they see that, Tom, my work is pretty much done <laughs> because they realize that's not who they are. They realize that it's time to change it. Right. So then it's, it's a totally different part of, of, of my job that it's quite frankly, a, a, you know, just that it goes a lot smoother than just really digging and finding the answers because the answers is with all it's with the clients you know i'm not here to tell the client and give them advices that they should eat broccoli instead of ice cream <laughs> you know they already know that <laughs> it's just finding <laughs> why they're doing that yeah. and every everybody knows right <laughs> that broccoli is healthier than <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's so interesting right there's there's something so deep going on that yeah, has to be uncovered. And then I like what you spoke about yesterday. I guess once, 
once you know what that is, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's it's that word, that word perseverance. Yes. And, and I think once someone is willing to make that change and they start maybe looking to uncover those issues from their past and a big component, I, I know this was in my own life when I started to kind of improve myself and mm-hmm. I was seeking to have some more self-development and growth is just being kind, kind to yourself. Yeah. I think we can be so hard on ourselves yes. when we're trying to improve and reach goals. And sometimes we forget to just be, just say like, thank you, God, that I'm alive right now. And, and just be kind, just be kind to yourself. Absolutely. We, we spend, I, I, I mean, I can tell you from firsthand experience that I do sp- had spent before in my life so much time just kicking myself in the back, just putting myself down and telling things that were so negative to me. And I spent so much energy doing that that I didn't really have, you know, leftover energy to focus on what I wanted. Yep. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. And, and, you can only focus on so much. So when yes. you when you're spending your mental energy doing that, you're not going to be you're going to be very inefficient. Yeah. Look, trying to achieve what you want to achieve. Yes. Yes. So now somebody makes that shift. They they un, they start to uncover and like you said that's that's the end of the point. That's where that's where my work is done. But what does that next step look like for them when they start to uncover that and now they're working towards it? Like you and I, we're big components of getting around the right people. We're big components yeah. of attending live events, things like that. Yeah. Well, I say my work is done because the first step is always the hardest, right, Tom? You know, a lot of people hadn't changed in, you know, 10, 20, you know, 30, whatever years. And then in a moment, they change it. The first step is always the hardest. After that, the, the, work is to create a compelling future, create a vision for what they really want. Because here's the thing, and you know, you know that, but maybe some of our listeners don't know that. Um, people take actions because of two things. They move, they're motivated with these two things. Number one is they either do something to go away from pain, and the number two is they go towards pleasure. So you see a lot mm-hmm, of times mm-hmm. someone, you know, all of a sudden they, they, they start running after they have not even moved for the last 10 years because they were just so sick of being fat. But then it's so hard, they don't have much of a, a clear, a compelling vision for their future that they stop. They're not they're, being pulled anymore. They're, they're, they're not tr- being they're pulled to, anymore. They're trying to they, push. Yeah, they're trying to push. So now my job is to help them create a vision where it's pulling them right towards pleasure. Or better yet, they are going with their own feet towards pleasure. It's not so much of that hustle to go away from pain. So go when people go away from pain, is more of a short-term period achievement for you to create a longer term if you will right you got to go towards pleasure and that's when it gets really interesting and fun because now you're creating all these cool things that you really want right you can create anything 
And it always so starts, yeah, it always starts in your mind and then you start thinking and then you're going like, oh man, I, I, I wanted that and then I want that. Then, I mean, it would be really cool if I also could get there, you know. <laughs> so that that's when, you know, gets really fun. So, uh, yeah. Did you ever read the book, The Alchemist? I started reading uh, just a few weeks ago when uh, I was listening to an interview from uh, Will Smith, and yeah. uh, he said it was his favorite book. Oh, and, I'm, and I'm going like, well, I better read that. The guy is pretty cool, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So that was a big tip that you just gave away is that when you're trying to improve in a certain area, you have to, like, success leaves clues. And here you are, you, you listened, were listening to Will Smith. Yeah, and maybe very like glancingly or quick, whatever. I'm not sure how they went in the interview, but maybe he mentioned the book in yeah. an off comment, and you in your mind because you know you zeroed and you said, okay, yeah, there's something about this book if Will Smith is reading because we all know if oh yeah if we all know that Will Smith is extremely talented, extremely successful, and that's from his he's if you've seen him or read his interviews, just the way that he lives his life and he has that compelling vision of what. You know, he defined what he wanted. Yes. So that's a great tip that you have to pay attention. Success leaves clues. Yeah, absolutely, man. Modeling. We don't have to reinvent the wheel, right? Right, right. We can already model someone or something that has been working for so many years, and which is different than copy, right? You don't have to copy that. Copy is, is different than modeling. Modeling you're doing with your own style, with your own life, what works. Right. So Diego, you've heard that. So now they're the, the person, they're along that journey. They're now, yeah. they define their compelling vision. They're moving towards it. They're working towards it. But of course, there's going to be, there's going to be roadblocks. So you've heard that quote a hundred times over, uh, I believe it's Jim Rohn, that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So what does that mean to you and, and, and individuals that are listening right now that are trying to improve their life in some way? You know, what does that mean when you are turning who you surround yourself with? Oh, that's huge, man. That is absolutely huge because if I've, I've always been kind of, you know, very sensitive to energies and all that to my friends and people, you know, I don't, I don't know how much I can explain of that, but, um, I've always noticed when I've been around people who were really negative and always complaining, my energy instantly dropped. My thoughts instantly dropped to just negative thoughts. And that didn't really make me feel good. And, um, and I started kind of being more aware of that and, and started reading more books and starting listening to podcasts and, and going to seminars. And that was one of the things that was a breakthrough for me because I didn't want to hurt some of the people that I was spending time with. Right. But at the same time, they were not really helping me to the path that I wanted to go. So I had to make a very hard decision to, you know, stop a, a lot of times to hang out with them or even just, you know, um, minimize as much as I could. And as soon as I started doing that, I, I saw a completely shift in me because now all of the all of the friends that I had contact with were telling me things that were making me aware of 
all the little things in my life that I was not really paying attention to. I was learning from them and and I'm sure they were learning from me too somehow and and right, I right. and the amount of I say progression that I have made after I started being closer to these people that I personally picked to be my wife my life completely exploded to where I wanted to go a lot faster than if I were to not spend time with them so yeah proximity is definitely power it's definitely will help each and every one of us to you know work in ourselves and and achieve everything that we wanted to achieve and or quite frankly man just really be happier you know right and you know i think a big point too is that so we're here we're describing this phenomenon that it's so powerful and it's affected my life you're ta- you just described how deeply it affected your your life of about surrounding yourself with people that you the energy that you need in your life but a big takeaway i think is that hey guys like we're not saying like just go throw out everybody that you live with right now or your family yeah. like, like maybe there's going to be moments where people that you care about, maybe they need you in a certain way or they're going to have like a difficult day and they're not feeling positive. We're not saying like throw them out in that way. What we're saying is like if there's people that are all the time, they they just have this negative outlook on life and that's seeping into your life, you may need to sit back yeah. and, and evaluate how much time you're spending with that person and, yep. and, yeah, and, and deeply ask yourself, does this person have my best interests at needs? Maybe, yep. maybe maybe I have their best interests as need, you know, because I'm always listening to to yep. what's going on with them. But do they have my best interests? Yeah, need? it's it's a very so it's t- a tough question to ask yourself. It's very sobering, but yeah, like you were just explaining, it really can change your life. It can, it can, and uh, and it's definitely something not easy, man. <laughs> I know for first, not at all, an experience, you know. But it's it's again from the first interview we had. It's your life. How important is that to you, right? Right, right. So if, and I'm sure it's extremely important. Diego, I want to ask you. We're at the end of the inter- interview today, but I want to ask you one last question. Yeah. If you were suddenly, and you know, you've you've explained this so many ways beautifully over the last two interviews. If you were suddenly at the end of your life and you were reflecting on all that you've been through, all that you've done, created, what kind of impact would you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for someone who followed his heart and and left this world with a great legacy of not really much of a um, you know I, I, richness and all that and material things but just someone who left as a good example of, of others and uh, most importantly to to the closest people to me my family and all that so if That's beautiful man if i can be a good example and i you know and i and i left here as as a as a great example that's that's what I want to live with, you know, and um, someone and the part of this example that I want to leave my life is Tom. That is I followed my heart. Like I said, I follow what I wanted and I and I gave it all. I never gave up. And um, and I really, truly believe that if people do follow more of their hearts and and are consistently 
doing everything they can without giving up and being, you know, using that great word we use, perseverance, um, I believe they will be a lot happier. So um, that's that's my mission. That's what I want to do, you know. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I just want, before we close out, I just really want to drive home to you guys listening how Diego is the real deal, guys. I I, got, <laughs> I had the opportunity to meet him in person, and we were strangers when we when we met. Yeah. And, and the one thing that we connected on, and what he just described in his just when I asked that last question, is heart. We connected on on having heart in life and being so crazy and rambunctious and and wanting to help others and and connect with people. And at the end of the day, when you strip everything away in life, guys, it's our relationships, our connections with people. Yep. And and that is that's Diego, and 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 I it's it's just been an honor, man, and a blessing. Thank you Tom. to connect with you. You know, just because it's just we had just a, such a short time, and like you yep. said, you come on the call, hey brother, you know, like that's I feel that way. Like we we're just connected yeah. in that way, and I know whether you guys just listen to this interview over and over to to learn from from all the the the, the nuggets that Diego gave us, or if you you just learn from afar by like what from his testimonials or coaching or you work directly with him and you get coaching from him. It's, it's something that we all need in life. We need a coach. We need to have somebody that will push us to move forward because it's not always innately in us. And, uh, Diego, I just want to thank you, man, for coming on the positivity effect and sharing your mission with the world. Oh, Tom, my brother is absolutely my pleasure and my honor to be here with you. And, um, yeah, it's crazy how we connected so quickly, right? I mean, it's it's that whole thing, you know, when when you meet someone with the same energy in, in life, with the same values that you also have and you share kind of like the same mission, right? The connection is instantly. And it, uh, and it couldn't be different w- with you, man. So really honored to be here. I hope I could help you and, and everyone who is listening to this and um, will be honored to do and help all and each and every one of your clients that I can. So uh, thank you so much for this opportunity and, and, uh, and the honor to have been called to be here. Thanks, Diego. Guys, check him out, CoachDiegoMiranda.com. Hey, brother, I'll talk to you soon. Take care. You too. Thank you, Tom. <laughs>